Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Down the Rabbit Hole. I'm your host, Evelyn Viernes. I bet you're surprised to hear from me. Um, I just checked when I when I recorded my last episode, and I haven't posted anything since August 26, 2021. So yeah, that's like nine months. <laughs> I've basically been gone for an entire pregnancy. So welcome back. <laughs> I didn't have the baby, though. It's, you're, you're my baby. This podcast is my baby. And I left it alone for nine months and the bitch is still alive. So it's resilient like it's mama. That's me, bitch. Oh, what is up, you guys? It's, it's good to be back. Um, actually, it took someone kind of like attacking me online to inspire me to make another episode not because I'm upset or anything, but I, I figured the issue at hand was something important to talk about. So I'm going to give a little bit of background on what I'm talking about. And the first part of what I'm going to say is not actually the point of this podcast. It's just a little information I can give you. So we're starting in relatively the same mental space. Okay, so here's what's up. Um, I'm sure you've heard, especially if you follow stand-up comedy, I'm sure you've heard that Dave Chappelle has said some things that have really upset the LGBTQ community, um, specifically transgender people. And while I understand being upset, I don't understand using that anger to viciously attack people who were never being vicious in the first place. And let me explain. So obviously Dave's been known for saying lots of controversial stuff. Um, No surprise there. I mean, lots of comedians say controversial, controversial stuff. And, you know, lots of comedians try not to, which I understand both sides of it, but I myself have an inner savage in me And I have a dark mind, very dark sense of humor. So I understand the value in choosing to see the humor in things, especially things that are controversial, because that controversiality elicits a certain response from people, which actually causes them to engage with the art more than they probably would have if they were just listening to something that's... um, politically correct, I guess you could say, or just, I don't know. It's weird. So basically, John Mulaney, who's another great comedian who I really like, um, I guess that he had a show recently, and he let Dave Chappelle open for him, okay? Something that I would have been pleasantly surprised to find out about, but there was a lot of people from the LGBT community and people not from that community, there were a lot of people that were upset about this, saying that John Mulaney should have never given Dave Chappelle that platform. Which, first of all, what the fuck? Dave Chappelle is a fucking legend. Um, He doesn't need to be given a platform. (laughs) He is the platform. But there were people saying that John shouldn't have done that because there were a lot of people from the LGBTQ community in that crowd. And I guess Dave 
made some jokes that upset them. I mean, first of all, I'm not sure what the nature of this event was. I'm not sure if it was just, just a comedy event, just a John Mulaney show, or if it was something that was specifically put on for the LGBTQ community. I really don't know. Um, and that's why I tried to say before that the whole John Mulaney, Dave Chappelle thing is not the main point of this podcast because it's not. And um, you'll see where I'm going with it if you keep listening. But I'm just pointing this out because I don't understand. If this was just a John Mulaney show, just a typical comedy show, then he doesn't need to be held responsible for knowing exactly who's going to be in his audience. Right? I mean, of course, sometimes it helps to kind of know the audience you're going to have so you can possibly tailor jokes towards them, or tailor jokes for them. Sorry, sometimes I just say really dumb shit. Um, but it's not ultimately the comedian's responsibility to know that unless they want it to be. He's just there to perform. And if you know John Mulaney, you'll know that a lot of his material is kind of directed inward, like he's... He's talking about himself, making fun of himself, um, just sharing his funny observations. So he's not necessarily going to be doing lots of crowd work, which, which it would make more sense for a crowd work comedian to want to know their audience. Um, so people were upset that John let Dave perform and Dave pissed off the LGBTQ community yet again. Shocking! Never, ever, ever saw that one coming. Holy fuck. And I posted a tweet last night, and then I took a screenshot of that tweet and posted it on Instagram, like all the bad bitches do. Um, but I posted something that said, How dare John Mulaney surprise his audience with one of the greatest comedians of our generation? Asshole. <laughs> so I just posted that kind of poking fun at the whole situation. Um, it was just the lighthearted, funny thought I had that I decided to post. And I went to bed thinking that was that. And I woke up to a few people, um, some of which were from the LGBTQ community. They, were, they said that they were transgender themselves. And other people that I know are just related to those people. So I was greeted, <laughs> so oh so pleasantly greeted by um, some Instagram comments and DMs viciously attacking me, right? I'm talking paragraph after paragraph of saying that I'm a bad person who doesn't care about the trans community because I like Dave Chappelle um, and just someone going off. This is someone that I've known for like years and years of my life. Let me just start with that. And I've been nothing but nice and caring to this person. I've always loved this person and I still do, but it hurts to see someone misinterpret your character so drastically based on something so silly and insignificant that you said. Right, All I said was, how dare John Mulaney surprise his audience with one of the greatest comedians of our generation, asshole. That's it. I didn't say a single thing about the trans community or the LGBTQ community at all. I didn't say anything about that. 
And I am now being told that I do not care about trans people. And that is entirely unfair. I've spent my life helping all people. I love people and I've always aimed to help people and make people people feel better about themselves and open minds and inspire people to follow their dreams and to find a way to be happy. That's all I've ever said and done, right? I, I was a martial arts instructor for how many fucking years? I used to work with so many kids and teach them and help them learn self-confidence and learn how to defend themselves and be strong mentally and physically. And I've helped people of all different shapes and sizes and colors and abilities and religions. So it is entirely unfair for somebody to label me as anti-trans, essentially, when that is the fucking opposite of the truth. I 100% care about love and support transgender people and every single person of the LGBTQ community. But I do not support people who go out of their way to take something personally that was never personal in the first place. I get the fact that some people um, who are marginalized may feel insecure because they are probably typically greeted with a lot of hate and disgust and misunderstanding. But you have to realize I am too. And so are lots of people. It's not only people from one specific community who are hated on. People get hated on every fucking day for a variety of reasons. And I'm confident enough to say that I believe every single person on this fucking earth has been hated on for one reason or another. That everyone's been hated on in some way, shape, or form. Everyone. And if you, if you feel like you support that statement, let me know. And if you feel like you don't, let me know. If you genuinely believe you've never experienced hate directed towards yourself, let me know. I don't even think it's possible, honestly. I think that this earth exists on a spectrum between love and hate, um, between hot and cold, and I mean that in literal and metaphorical senses, light and dark. You know, I don't really want to say good and bad because that's more just our personal perception, but I think you know what I mean. I'm sure you've heard the saying that with great power comes great responsibility. And that just kind of means that being powerful is not the end-all be-all. It's not the ultimate answer because becoming more powerful puts pressure on the person who's powerful. Power is stress and responsibility. And it can be really, really hard um, to be somebody who's in the public eye because people get fucking torn apart. People are hating on Dave Chappelle for some things that he's said. And I've watched pretty much most of his stand-up comedy. Um, and I think The Closer is one, the latest special, or one of the latest specials at least, I think the latest, that he released and he addressed the fact that the trans community was really upset with him, right? And he stood by what he said. 
in the name of comedy. <laughs> I don't think some people get... I, I mean, I don't consider myself like an actual comedian yet. I'm going to be one day, and I'm on the road there. But it takes lots of fucking work that people don't get. A lot of things do, but people only see the outcome. They don't see all the work you put into it, right? So me, myself, I've gone up on stage before and just kind of gone to a different place, just said things that didn't even necessarily feel like me. You know, it's like I let this funny uh, spirit take me over and I just say what I'm saying. And I've only said like one or two things that I kind of wasn't proud of after. But some things I'll just say that I think are so random and weird and funny and I, I don't even know if I mean them. So I just wish people wouldn't mistake a performance for a person. People can say things and do things in a performance that don't necessarily reflect on who they are as a person. We've all said and done things that we don't mean. We've all told people that we hate them, you know, that we wish they were dead. We, out of anger, out of heartbreak, whatever you want to call it. I know for a fact that as people, we've all said things that we don't mean. So how can we put so much pressure on a public performer to be perfect? How can we put so much pressure on people like Dave Chappelle and John Mulaney to always do and say the right thing when we have not always done and said the right thing? It's hypocrisy. And I know what you're thinking. Like I said, with great power comes great responsibility. So people like Dave and John, they do have power in the sense that they can speak to the masses. They can reach tons of people at once and deliver their message. And that is fucking powerful. You can't deny that. That is simply just powerful. Um, so they do have a greater responsibility, which I get. But they are human. They're human. When you're human, you are bound to fuck up. <laughs> Humans always fuck up and make mistakes. That's kind of in the nature of what we do. So the goal is to not be perfect. The goal is to just be better, <laughs> better than we were. But that's when we reach another fork in the road because the word better is just another personal opinion. Something that I think is better might be worse to someone else. So this is where we kind of agree or disagree. And I'm not here to really judge Dave Chappelle as a person. I'm just saying what I think about his comedy, what I think about him as a comedian. And as a comedian, he is a fucking legend. <laughs> right? He, he's done something that barely anyone else could ever do in this world. And that's powerful. And if you don't like him, that's fine. Right? But you have to realize that he's not personally attacking you just because he's making a joke about the idea of something, right? He usually talks about like the idea of being transgender and how it's a little odd to him. Like, he doesn't quite understand it. And that's okay. Why do you need him to understand you? 
you've got to be more confident in who you are and realize that every single person is going to get made fun of or made to feel uncomfortable at some point. That's just how human nature is, right? We used to fight all the time physically, go to war, do this and that. Of course, we're going to say things. Oh my goodness. And someone that was attacking me earlier, saying that I was a bad person, that they don't care about me anymore, because like I said, I've known this person for years. Um, they said they don't care about me anymore. Well, I said I care about you. So think about that. I'm still giving this person love and understanding while they're attacking me for simply liking another comedian. Come on. <laughs> like, this is getting out of hand. And it sucks because I am an empathetic person. I am a sensitive person by nature. And I've always cared about other people's perceptions of me because if you know me, you know that I grew up in the dojo. My parents are both high-ranking black belts and they own a dojo in Maine. And I started martial arts at age four and trained pretty much my entire life until I went off to college. Then I still trained by myself. And now I'm living in Canada pursuing comedy and I'm just doing my own thing as an event host. Um, and it feels weird because although I love my parents, I love my parents a lot and I understand that they wanted to help me, but they did make a lot of mistakes. Um, my life was pretty fucking tough. I always had people watching me and judging me because my dad was pretty tough on other kids, trying to help them reach their potential. And he was way tougher on me and my sisters, way fucking tougher. Um, so the fact that he was relatively <laughs> tough with other people's kids made them hyper-focus on me and my sisters because they were uncomfortable with him um, being hard on their kids, which I do understand that to a point. But it's like, we were kids. I was young when I had people watching me with a microscope, nitpicking everything I fucking said or did. I was a little, little kid, but I was so aware that I knew it was happening and I could tell when people were upset with me or jealous of me or angry with me. People used to say cruel things. Um, so I'm used to that. It was, it was kind of like growing up in the dojo was kind of like being famous without any of the good things. <laughs> Like, I just had people following me around, taking pictures of me, talking shit about me, um, complaining about us, showing my social media to my mom and dad, like, trying to embarrass me. Oh my god, my sisters and I have been through some weird shit. So it's like the bad side of fame, I guess you could say, like a microscopic level of fame, um, but with none of the money or the fun shit. So, yeah, that's how I grew up, always being watched. Um, if I'm, well, and I was a pretty good kid. Like, I don't want to say perfect. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I was a straight A student, captain of my field hockey team. I volunteered at the hospital. I volunteered with horses. Um, I was a black belt. I taught classes. I've competed in almost 400 martial arts tournaments. I've won countless awards. It's, I was published at age 18. Um, I'm accomplished, and I am an impressive person. And up until recently, I didn't even have the balls to say that because I didn't want to make other people uncomfortable or talk shit about me. But fuck that. I am done with this shit. I am a good person. 
I've done a lot. I've experienced a lot. And you know what? I still have a long fucking way to go. But I am done putting myself down to make other people feel better. I mean, sometimes I may use self-deprecating humor. But like I've been saying with the whole day thing, humor and comedy are different than who you can be as a person. Sometimes I joke about things and then I think, oh my God, that was kind of fucking mean. Why did I say that? Because sometimes comedy speaks before you do. And I know some comedians are different. Um, I'm in like an amateur scene now, obviously. You gotta start somewhere. I'm in London, Ontario. And the comedy scene here is interesting. But I feel like I'm one of the few comedians who actually will just say what's on their mind. Like a lot of the co- like comics I know from this scene, they will say the same fucking thing every single time, word for word, like reading a script. And that's okay. That's okay too. That is a valid, legitimate form of comedy. 100%. You are writing comedy, you are crafting jokes, you are rehearsing, you are repeating. I get it. I get it. And I respect that. And I've tried that before too. But within the past like eight months, I have switched my flow of comedy. I've allowed myself to speak my mind, be a fucking savage. Sometimes I don't go in with a game plan. I just go in with the game energy, if that makes sense. I don't overthink what I do anymore because the overthinking used to fucking kill me. The overthinking, it took the essence of who I am out of my comedy, right? I'm just a naturally funny person. Um, And recently, actually, I watched a John Mulaney clip where he was talking about how he's frustrated with the fact that people say that all comedians are just dark and depressed and twisted and their humor comes from this dark place and from going through trauma. And he wanted to say how that's not true. (laughs) He said how there's many people who are depressed who don't even have the decency to have a good set, right? Just kind of saying that depression does not equal humor. And duh, I, I never thought it did. But on the other hand, I will say that personally, a lot of the darkness and trauma that I've been through has made me the kind of funny that I am. And listen to what I just said. I said the trauma and darkness I've been through has made me the kind of funny that I am. I'm not saying that my trauma has made me funny. I'm just saying it's made me the type of funny I am. It's given me my uniqueness, my flair, I guess you could say. And... I don't know if every comedian's been through shit. I don't know. I think everyone's been through darkness on some level, but I definitely do not think that every funny person has to be extremely fucked up. I don't think that. But I'm saying, for some people, maybe being so fucked up has been the only thing that's made you feel powerful enough to go into comedy, if that makes sense. Like, I used to be scared to do comedy because I didn't want people staring at me and nitpicking me and talking about me. And eventually, I got hurt so bad. Like, I've been through a lot the past couple of years, um, financially, emotionally, physically, spiritually. I've been through it, okay? And maybe I'll get into that more. Some of it's personal, but 
I have a lot of fucking shit on my mind. Let me just put this out there. I am in debt over $200,000 from the university I went to in the States. And this has made me so fucking depressed. I don't like saying this because it's embarrassing a little, but I've contemplated, I've contemplated suicide before. Um, I've never actually attempted physically or anything, but just the idea of it can sometimes seem easier than the burden of owing so much money and having gone through so much other heartbreak and abuse and whatnot. So I'm not trying to make you feel bad for me. Please don't. You know, I'm, it's okay now. Like, but I'm just, I want you to know I've been through darkness myself. Um, and I get that people from the LGBTQ community have probably been made to feel like shit by a lot of people. And I just want to say, fuck those people. If someone has so much negativity and meanness, viciousness, hate in their heart, that means that they ultimately are seriously hurting. And I'm not trying to make it be like, oh, they need help. We all need help. I'm just saying, please find a way to deflect or alter the way that hate comes to you. Like if people are constantly being cruel to you, I seriously encourage you and challenge you to find a way to become an alchemist and change that hate into something else. It's something that I've been working on and it's hard, but I find it's hardest like with people closest to you. It's really hard when it's coming from your family, your parents, your siblings, your aunt and aunts and uncles, cousins. It's hard when it's coming from like your significant other or uh, your child, I'm assuming. I don't have kids besides this podcast. Feels like my kid. <laughs> That's why I waited nine months to record a new episode. But um, but um, but um, but um, <sighs> I just, it sucks seeing so much hate in the world. But I do want, this sounds kind of cruel, but I want to put this out there. If you know that a certain comedian or a certain artist or music or movie or TV show, if you know that something is going to hurt you because this person has said shit to hurt you before, don't watch it. And if you want to get, if you are to get ambushed <laughs> by a comedian, like people said they were at uh, John Mulaney's show, Ambushed by Dave Chappelle, honestly, just plug your fucking ears. Or go on your, or you can't go on your phone. They make you lock it up. Um, do something to distract yourself then, or simply leave. I'm just saying, try to protect yourself. And if you feel like you're at a bad place mentally where you're going to be easily triggered, be wary of what you're listening to. Or maybe say some mantras in your head or hum or attempt to meditate. At least attempt to do something to protect yourself before you go out of the way to attack somebody who never intended to personally harm you in the first place. That's what I want to say about that for now. If you're still listening to this episode of Down the Rabbit Hole, I see you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, I'm going to start summing it up soon just to kind of make my message more clear. Um, so one thing I want to say about everything I've talked about in this episode is 
Don't confuse a performance for a person. Don't confuse a performance for a person. Um, and I cannot speak for any other comedian besides myself. But sometimes I'll perform, like I've said before, and I just kind of go to another place. Um, I feel like my inner savage is kind of waking up. <laughs> and I don't even necessarily think everything I'm saying sometimes. But like Dave Chappelle said, sometimes I say things just because it's funny. Yeah. I don't try to be malicious or cruel, but I might say something that's pushing the envelope envelope because it's fucking funny. And that's the point of comedy. And you know why this is all so important? Listen to this. I was doing some research and reading through my own journals, and I found something that is perfectly capable of describing the situation. All right, so why is getting upset over a comedian performing comedy not helpful? Well, here's why. One minute of anger weakens the immune system for four to five hours. Let me say that again. One minute of anger weakens the immune system for four to five hours. So being angry for 60 seconds can make you feel sick for the next four to five hours. But one minute of laughter will boost the immune system for 24 hours. So laughing, being happy can make you feel healthier for a fucking day. <laughs> Think about that. Ultimately, anger weakens the immune system while laughter strengthens the immune system. And this right here is why it is good to find the funny in everything. You can find humor in anything if you know how to look for it. And certain groups who feel marginalized, um, kind of like the LGBT, LGBTQ community, which I've been uh, talking about for a lot of this podcast, people may feel marginalized and feel like they don't want to be made fun of because they feel like they are being picked apart and dissected. But, and I understand that can hurt, and I would never want someone to hurt on purpose, but if you are looking or listening to something that a famous comedian is saying, and they're just talking about groups of people in general, they're just talking about ideas and how they see things, and they're not even talking about you personally, I don't get how you can really be attacked by that. Um, and then these same people that say they're the victims will go out of their way to pick apart comedians and dissect specific things these comedians said, and they'll use that against them. So you are exhibiting the same malicious behavior that you are afraid of encountering. You are essentially being the same type of person that you don't want to encounter. And that's hypocrisy again, and it's not fair. You cannot take someone's art personally. People are allowed to have opinions about things, right? I mean, people are allowed to be trans. And people are allowed to have opinions about trans people. You can't tell somebody that they're not allowed to voice how they feel. That's predatory. So I just want to put that out there. We are not on this earth to be safe and to feel included. You were not born to be protected at all costs. 
We are all just here existing. Don't try to go out of your way to feel like you're being attacked when you're not. Like I said, I posted one thing that was pretty vague that said nothing about trans people. And I had somebody who told me they were trans attack me constantly this morning. So just look at that behavior. They are exhibiting predatory, malicious behavior. Well, I made one lighthearted joke that said nothing about trans people. So I think people who are sensitive um, about themselves, like, like I said before, I'm sensitive. I don't mean in, in the way that I'm just going to get upset about everything and attack people. I mean, like I'm physically sensitive. Like I do not like bright lights. They hurt my eyes. Loud noises kind of annoy my ears a lot of the times. Um, I'm just like physically sensitive. I notice things. If I'm in a group or a room full of people, it can be very overwhelming because all the talking and all the noise and all the different energy can be overstimulating for me. That's why I prefer to be on a stage and not directly in the group sometimes. I feel like I'm removed from all that stimulus. <laughs> All that stimuli, I should say. <laughs> I'm removed from a stimulus check. Um, yeah, so just to sum it up, humor can be found in anything, and laughter is healthy. If someone makes a joke that you don't like, that's okay. You don't need to address it, necessarily. You can just let it slide. It's like judo. Judo is the art of giving way. So it's a martial arts form that allows you to use your energy effectively. So for instance, say somebody super strong and big was running right towards me. Instead of me trying to run into them and push them back, I would do what judo says. I would give way, which essentially means right as they approach me, I would quickly step aside and I would let their negative energy just pass right through and I'm untouched. All I had to do was take a simple step to the side. And I think the lesson of judo can be applied to anything, especially this whole Dave Chappelle versus the trans community situation. Tr some trans people, not all trans people, some trans people are directly pushing back and trying to attack Dave because they feel attacked, when in reality, it'd be more helpful if they just ignored him, pretended like he didn't really exist even. I mean, they can talk about him as a learning tool to describe, you know, how they feel about certain things and how they want to react to it. But to use all of your energy being hateful and spiteful is only hurting you. It's only hurting you to be so upset. So instead of focusing on being mean to someone you don't like, why don't you just focus on bettering yourself and loving yourself more? Because if you really loved yourself, you wouldn't be so upset about someone else's perception of you. Just keep that in mind. Like I said, I love everyone. I'm here for everyone. And I understand that people hurt and people say things they don't mean. I get it on both sides. I'm just saying, focus on loving yourself um, and the rest will fall into place. And don't have expectations that the entire world is going to love and respect you. That's not fair. That's not realistic. It's never going to be that way. We don't live in a perfect world. So just focus on bettering yourself and loving yourself. 
And obviously, if you want to express your views online or just publicly, if you want to, go ahead and do it. I'm just saying, you got to look at how everything is affecting you at the end of the day. If you are feeling unhealthy and angry and upset and weak because of everything you're doing, then fucking stop. Stop making yourself feel like shit. But if you genuinely feel empowered and you feel better and healthier by what you're doing, then by all means, keep doing it. It's all about how you feel. Do you feel good or not? Do you feel good about your life or not? And if you don't feel good, then change what you're doing. And I can say that because I have felt horrible about my life for a lot of it. Most of my life. I felt like I had no control, like I wasn't myself, like I was depressed. And recently, I I still go through bad periods. But recently, I've been feeling so much better, so much happier. Expressing my thoughts, speaking my truth, following my heart, doing stand-up comedy, hosting events, writing more. I feel good. I feel fucking good, okay? And I want you to feel good too. So here's to hoping that you find a way to feel good. Um, If you need some ideas, I've posted other podcast episodes kind of giving you outlets and ways to feel more in touch with yourself and to feel happier because I do genuinely care. Um, But I also love comedy and I like to laugh. And I realize that I can laugh at something without even agreeing with it. That's just how comedy works. That's human nature. I love you all. If I kept talking about this forever, this podcast would never end. So I do want to get back to posting down the rabbit hole episodes. I fucking love this. And I hope you're doing well. This is your sign to go out there and do something that you want. Unless you're trying to like kill someone for no reason. Don't be a fucking total dick. But make yourself happy. Love yourself. Bye, guys. I'm Evelyn Viernes, and I will catch you on the next episode of Down the Rabbit Hole. Peace.